Welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Miesler, and this is a show that explores trends in security, technology, and society, and thinks about what might be coming next. I spend between 5 and 20 hours a week consuming books, papers, articles, and podcasts, which I turn into a concise 15 to 30 minute summary with analysis. There's a news and analysis episode every Monday morning, as well as regular essays, interviews, and book reviews that cover specific topics. The goal is to give you a concise update on the most interesting things happening in the world and to explore ideas that hopefully give you something to think about. All right, welcome to episode 248. Had a couple essays this week, one called Why I Like TikTok So Much, which if you've ever had any curiosity into the app, you might want to check that out. If not, feel free to skip it. And everyday threat modeling, this is something I've been wanting to do for a little while. It talks about my approach to practical threat modeling for like everyday scenarios that I think would translate well to non-security people, hopefully. Security news. It appears the source code for Windows XP has been leaked online. Saw a bunch of people on Twitter grepping the source code for various things like horrific and stupidity and things like that, and getting some pretty humorous results. SSH 8.4 has been released, and their release notes point out that it's now possible to perform a chosen prefix attack on SHA-1 for less than $50,000. So they're going to be disabling SSH RSA soon. New features include support for FIDO keys that require each use pins, and verify required options in authorized keys. Rene Duresta, who's been a guest on the podcast, wrote a great piece on The Atlantic about how AI is soon going to be able to write its own propaganda. And she actually used GPT-3 from OpenAI to help her write it. So she said basically when she got stuck a couple of times, she fed GPT-3 some of her own writing and With just a few iterations, it actually spit out some text that could have been in the article itself. And she references another article which came out recently, and it actually tricked people into believing that it was human-written, but it was actually GPT-3 that was used to write part of the article. So she is basically saying, look, we have a real problem here because artificial intelligence is about to be good enough to write its own propaganda. And we won't be able to tell the difference in a lot of cases once it gets pretty good at it. And uh, that's going to be a problem. A new feature of Shodan returns open external ports if you browse to it. And it returns a 404 if your external IP is locked down. The Trump administration is looking to change the rules on student visas to lock them down to four years unless you have a strict reason to extend. So they're a bit more loose now, and people are worried people won't be able to finish degrees or PhDs using these kind of strict rules. Vulnerabilities. Cisco has patched 34 high-severity vulnerabilities in iOS software. Disinformation, the QAnon conspiracy has been gamified. This is a pretty 
cool piece of analysis over at Wired basically talks about how when new information is dropped, it's dropped using clues that a whole bunch of people come in and try to swarm and solve it like a puzzle. And it's really added a gamification feature to this whole thing, which has made it more popular. And Facebook has shut down 150 fake Chinese accounts. Companies, CrowdStrike has purchased preempt security for $96 million, moving it into the zero trust market. Technology news, AI models are learning how to automatically generate images based on a caption. This is frightening and amazing, like usual for AI. So basically you could say two people sitting on a couch and it will try to make a couch with two people sitting on it. The images that they've attempted to make look pretty horrific, but you can kind of tell it's two people sitting on a couch, which is mind boggling. Google Maps now has a COVID layer. Amazon announced that their new Echo devices are sidewalk capable. And sidewalk is a low bandwidth, long distance wireless protocol. This seems to be not only designed to enhance connectivity inside your house, but outside the house. And obviously sidewalk that connects houses together. So I'm thinking like neighborhoods and cities. It's kind of the vibe here in a mesh protocol. Really cool stuff from Amazon, which we'll talk about later. OpenAI has licensed the full version of GPT-3 to Microsoft. And I think Elon Musk is really upset about that. Seem to remember him ranting about it somewhere. Game controllers seem to have consolidated on the Xbox design. Got some images here of all the different current controller designs, and they look remarkably similar to the Xbox controller. The new Amazon Echo is spherical. It has Zigbee support and sidewalk support, as we talked about, and also has Dolby sound. Amazon's Ring company, or the Ring company, which is owned by Amazon, announced an indoor drone that can take video. So it flies around your house recording things. I don't know what could go right with that. I do, however, respect the creativity. It's pretty cool stuff. I just wouldn't want it in my house or anyone's house I cared about. But other than that, it's really cool. Amazon also announced Luna, which is its cloud gaming service that will compete with Stadia and Xbox. Google has launched an Airtable competitor called Tables. And Spotify has added a poll feature to its podcast offering. Companies. Got a full list here of everything that Amazon announced. That's why we had a whole bunch of Amazon stories just now. They did a product event and announced, whatever, 17,000 things. Pedal just raised a $55 million Series C to give credit limits on a credit card based on cash flow instead of credit rating. Seems ambitious. The trading app Robinhood just raised another $660 million. 
Society news. A large study has found that U.S. cases of depression have tripled since COVID started and now sit at 28%. That's over one in four. It's almost one in three. Insane numbers. A choir in Spain had an event coming up, so they decided to practice in a very small room with very little ventilation. And a little while later, 30 out of the 41 people ended up getting COVID. And they're still tracking down all the people they interacted with. Older people in Finland are younger health-wise than people their same age 30 years ago. And 90% of Indian immigrants in the U.S. are of the highest caste. And their allegations that we're starting to hear a lot more about regarding discrimination from the higher caste to the lower caste. And this is evidently happening right here in Silicon Valley. Ideas, trends, and analysis. Amazon's volume approach to innovation. So with all of Amazon's releases last week, I continue to be impressed with their strategy. They are overpowering their competition with creativity and volume. And I think volume is really the key. They don't need everything to stick because they're trying so many different things. And they're kind of throwing them at the wall in generally the same direction. So their strategy seems to be lots of cheap and connected devices that work within their ecosystems. And from there, they simply enable teams to be super creative and innovative. And it doesn't seem like they're really punishing teams. I I don't know too many people internally at Amazon, especially not in these departments, but it seems like they're not really punishing failure. Like if a thing doesn't stick to the wall, if it flops or whatever, so what? Just move on to something else. I think this approach is brilliant. And I think in five to 10 years, they're going to be considered the clear leader in this cheap, ubiquitous IoT space. Noam Chomsky says the threats of global warming, nuclear war, and declining democracy are combining to make now the most dangerous time in history. I wrote a piece around this recently. Sam Harris did a podcast on this. Well, it was quite some time ago, but he also did one on nuclear war recently which pointed out that, yes, we are at the worst possible case in, I think, history other than around the Cuban Missile Crisis, which that was pretty bad. And got another idea here called Start Stopping Faster, which talks about it's not really about how fast you can move in a straight line, but how quickly you can change direction and even reverse direction if necessary. Updates. So I finally procured a weight bench for the house, just a simple little flat bench, no adjustments or anything like that. But I've been missing doing chest exercises, which I need free weights to probably do because of an injury. And uh, yeah, I kept holding out for all these months because I wanted the gyms to open back up, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. So I finally got one for the house. And I'm currently pre-sore right now. Imagine I'll be sore tomorrow. And the site upgrades are progressing. So if you have any feedback on the website, let me know. Discovery. If 
you're looking to get into an OLED TV, looks like you could do a lot worse than this new 65-inch model from Sony. I myself have been partial to LG's OLED offerings and recently got myself a 77-inch OLED from LG. But as I've said before, I think pandemics are the perfect time for audio-video upgrades. And uh, if you're looking for a 65-incher, I think the Sony one is like $2,300 or something, which I think four years ago would have been like ten grand. So it's a good time. Got a smartphone pouch wallet-like thingy here that blocks mobile phone signals so you can go off the grid. Might need that around November 4th, I imagine. The BBC has released a collection of over 16,000 sound effects for free. Unsplash has released its high-quality data set to the public. Mono Icons, a simple, consistent, open-source icon set. Short clips of Sam Harris's interview with Tristan Harris on the dangers of social media. I no longer build software. This is a quote from a really funny uh, commit message, basically, or a comment on a GitHub repo. Go Dork, a fast dork scanner written in Go. Yaya, an EFF tool for helping you manage Yara repos. And CrowdSec, a modern take on fail to ban using Go and YAML. I've been having tons of fun with this. Installed it earlier tonight. And um, yeah, installed the Nginx module and the SSH module and some other stuff. And uh, yeah, really cool functionality. It just does tons of stuff way better than fail to ban, but you got to give props to fail to ban. It's been like the only thing good out there for so long. So I don't want to disparage it, but really excited to see a modern take on that tool. So props to that team. Recommendations. Sam Harris had Tristan Harris, no relation on his podcast, which coincides with Tristan's appearance on the social dilemma which is the documentary about the dangers of social media and really great episode here from Sam and the aphorism for the week rivalry is the life of trade and the death of the trader rivalry is the life of trade and the death of the trader Albert Hubbard. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unsupervised Learning. The show is not supported by ads because I think they take you out of the flow of enjoying content and they can be toxic to creative purity. So if you enjoy the show, you can support it directly on my website. Members get quite a few things, most notably the newsletter every week instead of just twice a month. You get access to the archives. You get to be part of the UL Slack community where we have vibrant conversations about security, tech, society in the future and members also get access to the ul book club where we pick a book a month and talk about it live as a group to become a member just head over to danielmeisler.com slash subscribe and thank you so much to everyone who's already a member we'll see you next time